Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and I am glad you have made the connection and are with us today. Our show is about exploring a wide range of topics to challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us. It gets us thinking, gets us imagining, gets us talking, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. Neighborliness. My friend Tabitha Montgomery, who is the executive director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and is my co-host today, when I first met her, talked about neighborliness and how that's deep work. And what does community mean to each of us in our living spaces and our happenings and of our life and the fun things to do and the meaningful work that can be done in community? So, Tabitha, I am so glad that you are with us today to talk to us about Shark Tank. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited to be here again, Lori. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you are uh, an asset to our Connections radio show, and I want to also do another shout out. Thank you for your um, being the host a few weeks back. You were terrific. <laughs> I had a great time, and it was a very easy uh, time given who I had an opportunity to sit down and chat with. Yeah. The women from Rise are wonderful. Reviving the Islamic sisterhood. Yes. Uh, good, good, good people and good conversation. But today we're talking about something exciting. Last year was your kickoff of Shark Tank and we first were... First ever. The first annual. <laughs> and so we're now on our second annual uh, Shark Tank. And uh, of course I love Shark Tank and, and when I was telling one person about Shark Tank they go, they're going to have an aquarium? <laughs> no. Not or <laughs> if, if you're, you know, a junkie of new ideas for business, then you know about Shark Tank. And um, you had some really cool things happen last year with Shark Tank. It was phenomenal. It was um, our first time trying to help to support small business owners and small business ideas in the community with what we would call a maker, hustler, and entrepreneur-focused uh, small business competition. And we had over 55 applicants last year, which was phenomenal. Um, we were able to give over give away over $8,000 in cash and prizes. I mean, just the amount of exposure that the event was able to provide our finalist uh, was tremendous and so we're super excited about this year's event so you're looking for startups emerging business and expanding business you know we've even simplified it a little bit more this year uh, Lori so we only have two categories there's a st uh, basically established and startup okay. so if you're established that could be you have a brick and mortar or you've been a home-based business for several years if not a decade or more and you're looking to expand or you're looking to seed your business or do something different in your business. Startups can be anything from, hey, we have a presence at a farmer's market and or we simply just have gotten going on our business plan, right? And so we haven't not, we've yet to start selling our products or services, but we feel really good about the vision that we have for what we want to bring to the community. So if you're a small business and you've just heard about this today and you think, oh, I'd like to expand my business, is it for anyone in Minneapolis or is it just for the Powderhorn Park? It's for anyone in Minneapolis. How so cool in is the that? entire city, um, if you are uh, a business owner, entrepreneur, um, or aspiring thereof, uh, and you live in the city of Minneapolis, this uh, competition is for you. What kind of application do they have to fill out? It's pretty simple. I mean, the the majority, I got to say, which is kind of funny, we joke internally at the PPNA that the majority of the questions are contact information. There's really three <laughs> core questions that we're asking um, each applicant to uh -huh. complete. And one kind of centers on even how your business idea serves the community. So our goal is to create a process that's really accessible, um, that doesn't preclude anyone from getting excited just to tell their story about why they are interested in pursuing or why they have the business that they do. And you have some amazing advisors that are helping you look at all of these. Uh, one or two. <laughs> so the cool thing is we remove ourselves as the host of the event from the selection process on all levels. So we do not pick the finalist <laughs> because it would probably be way too easy for us to have a favorite. And so we enlist some tremendous help from jurors. And this year we have five phenomenal local uh, community partners who have said yes to being our, our juror panel. So tell us about... Dara Rudick. So Dara Rudick is joining us today, and she is not only um, who not only lives in Powderhorn, uh, which is awesome, but she owns and operates and was the founder of her own business, Management HQ, um, and she has served on the board of the association, her her and her husband at different times, <laughs> um, which is another way that they give back to the community. But just a wickedly smart, tenacious. Um, and has a tremendous amount of 
have experience supporting associations of all types and sizes. So, uh, Dara, we are super excited that you're able to join us today. How are you? Well, thanks for having me. I'm great. So, um, many people may not exactly know what um, being a, a leader of a small business is like. So, why don't you kind of just help our listening audience audience get a sense of what it was like for you to start your own business? Absolutely. I would be happy to share that. So, I started my business about six years ago, um, and I had... I left a permanent position, a a full-time position um, that I had, and I had been planning for a couple of years prior to starting the business. So I did have a foundation, and I also was familiar with an industry that I'd been working in for about 15 years. But when I started, I was all by myself. And one of the um, first things that I did when I was planning for the business, and one of the things that I was most excited about doing when I was when an, I was creating the business was to create this core set of values. Um, and our values are compassion, openness, service, and integrity. And those values were really important because when I was first starting and I was on my own and I didn't have any clients, I really needed something to keep me going. It's it's <laughs> exciting, but not easy to start a business, right? Um, it kind of takes a leap of faith, but it also takes really um, kind of having a vision of what you want to establish. So there's the full range of emotions and experiences really as a as starting up my business in the beginning and even to this day happens to me every single day. It's always exciting. It's always a whirlwind. And really um, just having some values to stay focused on has been key to um, really being able to enjoy and embrace the experience. That's phenomenal. Is there a set of criteria that you're bringing as a juror that is a lens for evaluating as um, as you're receiving and, and reviewing these applications? Hmm. Well, one of the things, and I do um, talk with a number of entrepreneurs, both in the beginning stages and, you know, kind of just colleagues who are business owners. Um, and some of the things that I really listen for and look for um, when I'm talking with folks maybe who are seeking some advice or guidance is just that the under the number one like are they organized do they mm-hmm. have they invested the time to really have some plans in place where are they now where do they want to go um, do they understand their industry well enough to know who their competition is and um, how many potential customers they have? Have they really done their homework and are they really um, invested in gaining that understanding and getting all the data that they can? I think one of the things that um, as an entrepreneur myself and that I see with other entrepreneurs and, and business owners is the creative part is really fun and the visioning part is really fun. We're good at that part of things. Um, but the really, um, you know, kind of sitting down and creating a plan might seem a little boring or maybe not as exciting and glamorous, but that's really, um, that's really the work we need to do to lay the groundwork for a successful organization. So I think when I'm evaluating these businesses, definitely looking, have they invested the time and energy in doing the homework that to, um, you know, set them, up for success. So, you know, Dara, one of my questions would be, in your opinion, what would a competition like Powderhorn Shark Tank um, give entrepreneurs an opportunity to do when it comes to maybe thinking about their business? Like, what piece of advice or why would you encourage those who are listening um, to consider applying to this year's event? Sure. Well, first of all, I think that Powderhorn Shark Tank competition is such an amazing offering to be able to bring forward to the community. So, Tabitha, I commend you for organizing this and making this happen. Um, And I think the opportunity for entrepreneurs who are participating, there's so many opportunities for entrepreneurs who are participating. I think, first of all, just having that chance, having a structured um, opportunity to really organize your your hopefully financial projections to really organize your messages and what is your pitch for the business going to be. Um, just having that opportunity and space to do that is very, very important for entrepreneurs. Um, I think that also the 
chance to get input from a group of advisors that isn't your usual group of advisors. That's not your friends and family who really are going to want to support you generally no matter what. Um, and, you know, will maybe not necessarily help you to see your blind spots and not help you to, you know, kind of find the areas where you do need to pay attention that you might not otherwise know about. So getting that type of feedback, I think, is just a huge, a huge opportunity for a business owner and an entrepreneur. Um, and then I think also that chance to connect with these business leaders and other entrepreneurs and really build your network is a that's a great opportunity too, and I believe there's cash prizes. So, what's not to love about that? <laughs> there are a few. That's great. <laughs> well, I just wanted to review with the audience, just in case you don't know about Shark Tank. What happens is that they you apply, and if you're selected, you will then be able to come and share your vision for your business and why it's important to be invested in your business. So the process of not only applying, but then being able to present to a group and then get feedback is a huge opportunity. And something that, you know, I commend Powderhorn Park for taking, Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, PPNA, for taking a leadership role in Minneapolis uh, to encourage business because good business supports the community. And the cool thing is, you know, PPNA, we're excited to do this and to be a host of this particular event, but there's so many resources um, throughout the city, right? And it's about being a part of a larger ecosystem that is healthy. So we're excited that this is just one of many opportunities for small businesses. Well, I want to make sure folks know how to get more information. You can go to ppna.org and then head over to the Powderhorn Shark Tank section and there's a whole write-up of how you apply and being able to apply and learn about all the resources. So check that out and stay tuned because we're going to continue to talk about this great event right after a short break. We'll be listening waiting for you. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. In response to shootings in places of worship, Code Red Playwrights will present stage play readings across the country. Theater artists will be performing to support greater awareness. I'm Lori Fitz from Connections Radio, and I'll be a part of our Twin Cities reading, which will be 7.30 p.m. Thursday, March 28th at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. Join us. There is no fee to attend, but a collection box will be set out for donations to Moms Demand Action MN. See you at the Phoenix Theater, 7.30 on March 28th. This is Chad, owner of AM950. I've been telling you about my friends at Snap Construction who are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior construction company in the metro. Don't just take my word for it. Take a look at all their reviews online. Winter is the most cost-effective time of the year to complete your construction project. A majority of Minnesotans choose to have their work completed on their home in the summer when they should be enjoying the weather. As a result, the demand for labor in the summer is much higher. The most cost-effective way to improve or restore your home is in the winter due to the lower demand. Right now, Snap Construction is offering an additional 30% off of labor to the AM950 listeners on your next construction project. Call 612-333-SNAP and mention AM950 for an additional 30% off. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Don't wait to get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years, and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the East Side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener 
or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library, be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Good morning, and welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter and fun things and interesting things and important things to do. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and I'm glad you've made the connection today. We are with our community partner, which is the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, and our co-host is our good friend, Tabitha Montgomery, who Yay. is the executive director of PPNA. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure everyone knows how great an organization Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association is. It, it facilitates community engagement and embraces the diversity of voices, fosters economic and community development in the Powderhorn Park neighborhood and is a leader for Minneapolis, especially with this project. <laughs> We're doing what we can. We serve a great community. We're talking about Shark Tank. Now, audience out there, if you have watched Shark Tank, where folks can come and do their pitches to business professionals so that they can get funding for their projects, you can see a community version through the Powderhorn <laughs> Park. Yes. I went last year, and I loved it. It's an amazing opportunity. Powderhorn Shark Tank is a, a little bit more of a gentler version <laughs> yes. of what some of you might be familiar with, but it is a phenomenal opportunity for established or aspiring small business owners throughout the city of Minneapolis to come out. Uh, first of all, apply and um, um, and and talk to the t- talk to us about their business, um, and if they become a finalist, they have an opportunity to pitch that idea to a panel of very distinguished uh, jurors from across the Twin Cities. Now, I was there last year, and I thought there were a couple Mr. Wonderfuls, <laughs> but they were really Mr. Wonderful uh, and really good, insightful feedback. Yeah, um, I. I didn't even do anything except go and watch and participate. And I learned. I mean, it, it's it's an opportunity if you're not applying, but you yep. just want to come and support the community and look at and hear about these wonderful business ideas. It's very inspirational. So mark your calendar for May 18th. We'll be telling you more about it as it gets closer. But we're talking today about it because there may be some folks that want to apply. That's right. Applications are being received through Tuesday, March 12th. Okay, so through Tuesday, March 12th, which is just a few days away, um, we would love for everyone who is in earshot, if you are an aspiring or established business in the city of Minneapolis, take a moment to apply. It's a very straightforward application, probably a total of seven questions, three of which is really the heart of you giving us a description of your business, how long you've been in business, and then giving us a little bit of insight into how that business connects to the community. And we have an applicant who is joining us today to tell us about that experience. Erica Brown from Humble Ease. Yes, we do. Hi, Erica. Hello. How are you? Good. And yourself? I'm awesome. So, Erica, one of the things that we should share with uh, the listening audience is that you had an opportunity to and took the opportunity to apply to last year's Powderhorn Shark Tank and became a finalist. So why don't you take a minute and share with us about how that experience was for you last year? Well, last year's experience was really, really great, being able to um, meet with other businesses that were coming together to um, try to get more information about the community and see what all they offer. Um, And being able to just promote my business as well was a really great opportunity. And so share with us a little bit about your business. What what is Humbleese? Um, Humble Ease is a business that makes um, hair oils, body wash, shampoo, bars of soap, and aromatherapy sprays. Everything is homemade and handmade um, and all natural. Okay. And how long have you been doing that? Um, I have been in business since 2015. Erica, are you doing this with your family? Um, Well, I kind of do it with my son. He's eight years old, but um, he just kind of helps me, like, label things and with the packaging, not actually mixing or mm-hmm. making anything. Did you get some advice that really helped you last year as you were getting feedback and made you think about your business in a new way? I did. So um, a key piece of information that I received last year was um, to really drive home what my business is and what I have to offer, which is something I kind of blanked out on when I had the opportunity to be in front of the jury, the guests. 
the judges. It can be nerve-wracking. I mean, you're, oh, you're, you're presenting, so I commend you for taking that opportunity and taking a learning you know, step back of like, how do I talk about what I do? Um, very often we can be passionate about what we're doing, but it's hard to tell other people. So you have been able exactly. to do it on paper, and now you're getting ready to present again. Did you feel like yeah. you uh, created a different kind of application this year when you were thinking about ways that you wanted to support the community through the business that you have? Yes, I do feel like I did. I feel like I um, paid more attention to exactly what I provide and what I do so that it's it's there in plain writing. It's not hidden. I don't. You don't have to guess. This is exactly what I do and exactly what I offer. So, Erica, what makes your product line different? So how did you convey that in this year's application? Um, what makes my product different is the, um, the scents that I offer. Um, and that I'm local, um, I also deliver personally. So nothing is really mailed unless someone requires it. Um, that's about it. So it's for the community, by the community, and in the community. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So what what would you say to others that are out there listening about if they're a small business owner and they're giving some thought to per perhaps applying to Powderhorn Shark Tank? What reason would you give them to take the leap? Um, I would say that this is a great opportunity to get your business out there and to be heard within your community. Um, as well as if you do get selected to be a finalist, just be prepared. It's nothing to be nervous about. This is your business. This is what you strive for. So just stand strong on it. Well, I, I thought that you just gave a wonderful <laughs> explanation. <laughs> and I, I am believing that you're going to be standing strong when you're going to be presenting <laughs> your ideas and coming back a powerful second time around with, with your um, your cool product. And uh, you did show some demonstration of the product, as I recall, too. I did. Well, that's terrific. And why did you get inspired to, to choose this product to go into a business for? Um, well, originally I started with the black soap shampoo because I had a client who was literally allergic to everything, a, a young boy. Um, it was soybean who was allergic to, he just had so many allergies that, um, I looked into things that were just more or less all natural so that anybody could use it. There wouldn't be too many different, uh, ingredients and it'd be simple, it'd be plain, it would be easy to use. I love hearing the story. There's always a good story behind a passion with a business. Yeah, it's awesome. It sounded like, Erica, you alluded to that so because of a prior a client that you decided yeah. to create Humble Ease. And so share with us a little bit about uh, that business, right? Like maybe the, if we would say the day job that inspired your own personal line of beauty care products. Well, I am also a hairstylist as well. In January of 2018, I opened my own shop. So being able to have the products within the shop also offers a boost for my business because I'm able to give those things to my clients as well. Oh, excellent. Well, I am looking forward to seeing you. You're going to hopefully be there uh, in <laughs> oh. May, on May 18th. And I hope you're there uh, to share your story and to uh, be able to have that, that second time around to talk to the, the judges and the jurors who can also give you some really good feedback. And um, I'm proud of yeah. the work that you've done. And I'm glad that you're making an offering uh, to all of us to support you because it's a cool product. Thank you so much. It was so great talking with you today, Erica. And I want to have thank our listening. You. Oh, thank you. Um, I want to have our listening audience know that if you want to learn more about the Powderhorn Park Shark Tank, maybe you want to participate, maybe you want to go. They're all good things to, if you want to participate this March 12th, go to ppna.org and check out the Shark Tank. Uh, but also put on your calendar for May 18th to go see it. It's great fun and it's real community oriented. So stay with us. We're going to be talking more about it in our next segment. Hello, I'm a professional announcer voice. I voice professionally, just like Fearless Comedy Productions, except they don't voice, they comedy. And starting March 29th at 7 p.m., they will professionally comedy for 50 straight hours. 50 straight hours. You can join them at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis for just a suggested donation of $20. Learn more or watch the event online at DieLaughingMarathon.com. That's DieLaughingMarathon.com. 
Crockpot Theater is a collection of new works created by a team of artists, dancers, illustrators, actors, and writers. Over six weeks, they have taken three common ingredients and cooked up something incredible. Performances are March 15th and 16th at the Phoenix Theater. Ticket prices are a sliding scale from $15 to $25. To purchase tickets, find out more about Crockpot Theater and this year's amazing group of artists, and to learn how you can support delicious new works, visit crockpottheater.com. And starting right now, the next 10 people to donate $100 or more will be the inaugural members of Crockpot Tastemakers, receiving two free tickets to a special preview performance on March 14th, which includes dinner with the artist before the performance. Tastemakers also receive recognition in the program and on the Crockpot website. Crockpot Theater is founded by Elizabeth Horeb and is produced in collaboration with Arts Nest. Hey community, this is Sian Thomas from ABC Realty. We represent a diverse team of realtors here at ABC, and we're rooted in your community. We are the only brokerage with an intentional focus on the east side of St. Paul. We specialize in helping first-time homebuyers and people of color to find the home and the neighborhood of their dreams. We have agents who speak Spanish and Hmong, and to keep pace with the ever-changing demographics of the east side, we're adding agents who speak the languages of our community communities. We're accessible and we're available for you. Face to face and over the phone, we'll help you each step of the way, whether you're buying or selling. We'll discuss the value of home ownership and how it can be leveraged to build your future. We are here for you, ready to put our experts to work for you. So learn more about us here at abcrealtytwincities.com. That's abcrealtytwincities.com. Dear John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave. But remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. with us today. We are having a great time talking about the Shark Tank that is hosted by the Potterhorn Park Neighborhood Association, who is our community partner, and our great co-host <laughs> from the Potterhorn Park Neighborhood Association and good friend is Tabitha Montgomery. Oh, thank you, Laurie. I'm so excited to be here to talk a little bit more about Potterhorn Shark Tank in its second year now. I loved it when we launched it last year, and now we get to see the the next iteration. The, the fruits of planting something beautiful in community, right? So in this segment, let's do a deeper dive as to what sort of opportunities are there. What's the prizes yeah. that, that folks can get? And um, tell us the big picture uh, of, of the Powderhorn Shark Tank. Yes. So our vision really is to be one of many right resources and community that promotes, highlights, and um, support um, established or aspiring businesses, right? And in a very real way. And so we think that this competition is a phenomenal way for existing or startup businesses to get to be um, excited to tell their story about how they're serving their community and how their products or services or um, um, meet those needs in community because so many... Oftentimes, our communities are uh, strengthened from having a very strong and vibrant small business community right at our fingertips. And so we think that this competition um, is in one way thanks the small business community for doing that throughout the city of Minneapolis. It also provides aspiring businesses, business owners, excuse me, or makers and hustlers as we like to refer to them, um, have an opportunity to really describe what their passion is and how they're building a business around it. And so their opportunity to pitch their idea 
media if they're selected as a finalist in front of a very distinguished panel of jurors is a great way for them to get feedback and feedback sometimes from people outside of their echo chamber, um, persons who can give them some really critical um, and sometimes um, positive critique around what they could do to strengthen and improve their idea or or or, and, or move their uh, business forward in a very real way. It also gives uh, those that are selected not only as finalists but are winners. We have first and second place um, prizes, cash prizes for both categories to the tune of first place in the established category can um, receive up to $2,500. Second place uh, is 2000 or 1500 And then in the a startup category first place is $1,500 and the second prize is $1,000. So there's over $6,000 in cash prizes and then there's a variety of other awards that people could receive. Now, you mentioned there are two categories. There's yep. the established and that's for small businesses that have been operating for at least one years. Yep. So it could be a brick and mortar, but it, it doesn't It doesn't to have be. to be. You could be a home-based business, and this competition is definitely for you. And then there's the startups, and it's a category for entrepreneurs and small businesses with or without a business plan. Yeah. This is maybe an idea, yep. a vision, a hope. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to sort that's of thing. That's exactly right. And they really get to tell their story two times. Exactly. One is in writing. And the criteria, one of the criteria that I thought was interesting that you asked them is how is this going to help the community? Yep. How does your idea, how does your business um, support or connect to the community that you um, are in? And I think that that's important to us as a neighborhood organization because we believe in the overall health of community. And we certainly believe that vibrant businesses support the health of the community. And we want our business community to, to know that they should see themselves as contributing to that very fiber of health. How many final contestants will there be in each category there will be six there will be six in the established and six in the startup and there'll be folks that will be there that will hear their story they'll be able to share their story for the folks that didn't make it to that round can they still come and maybe talk to some of these folks and oh. get some feedback and have a resource opportunity absolutely absolutely so there's a our actual event day is pretty dynamic so we have what we call the pitch hour Right, where the finalists are able to pitch to the jurors and then they get that live feedback um, before the jurors go away and deliberate. And we also have a marketplace. Mm -hmm. And the marketplace is a great opportunity, whether you are a finalist or not, you can choose to come out and table right, and mm -hmm. sell or describe your business. Um, and that is for open to the entire public. And that's happening on the same day as the pitch event, which is May 18th. So it's super cool. So whether you become a a finalist or not, there's still a very real way for you to plug into the Powderhorn Shark Tank then. Tell me about the sponsors. Sponsors. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't do this without them. So, like, for the second year in a row, one of our uh, lead sponsors is U.S. Bank. They have been a tremendous partner and supporter every time that we've reached out to describe what we're trying to achieve with Powderhorn Shark Tank. Not only encouraging and inspiring business owners to think critically about their business by applying to the competition, but they've also been very supportive of how we're trying to stay in contact with uh, the finalists and the awardees throughout the year by providing them information and even spotlighting um, the successes of their uh, fellow um, entrepreneurs and makers and hustlers that were in the competition. We also have the Seward Community Co-op. They have been a phenomenal partner, and they're super excited for the second year in a row to be a partner, um, a sponsor with this particular event. So we thank them very much for their leadership in that way, and they're right there in the community off 38th Street in the central neighborhood, but we'll give them a pass. Super, <laughs> Close they, enough. It's Minneapolis. <laughs> Close enough. They've been such a great partner. And then also this year, um, we have uh, the Midtown Global Market, and they're doing something super super cool and they're going to be our host they're sponsoring the um, finalist onboarding celebration so that's the event that if you are chosen by the jurors that you will come out on April 18th at the Midtown Global Market and there's a little bit of a reception in the finalist honor and it's hosted um, by the Midtown Global Market and they are going to also provide access to some of their established business owners that have been in the marketplace for some years and so that the finalists also get another opportunity to engage and broaden their network with fellow business owners. I always feel like business comes down to communication and trust. Yeah. And if you can continue to communicate what you do, how you do it, 
what you need. Um, that's that's the foundation. And to give people the opportunity to be communicating about what they want, how they want, their vision, it's practice. You know, Laura, I think you hit the nail on the head, and I could not agree with you more. I think that sometimes we lose sight that the central asset of or element of being in business is talking about your business. Otherwise, you might just have a personal passion. But until you really grapple with the idea that you have a market that you should be talking to about your particular business and your brand is every facet of your business mm-hmm. and promotions are certainly more than discounts. It's about promoting things that you're excited about as a small business owner. That kind of trifecta, if you will, is what you will always need to do as a business owner. And we believe that Powderhorn Shark Tank gives you a great opportunity to do all of those things, to think critically about your business, to reach a new target audience or the very right target audience, right? To get excited about your business and to really begin to thinking about how consistent are you with your messaging that builds a brand that people can trust and believe in. The other thing that struck me in our first segment when we were talking about you know how do the decisions get made perhaps for deciding which ones it's also how well you put your list together yeah. you know you got to put a <laughs> list together and work it That's right. and sometimes lists could be boring it's it's not as fun as just imagining but you, you got to be able to to narrow it down and be able to go yes this is what i need to do this is the list this is how i check it off and this is how i move forward and and being able to share with others that have gone through that that go yeah it, it can be hard yeah you know, initially getting out there and you know believing in yourself having those shared values that you think are important and then working that list and being able to communicate it Um, it's a great support i see that you also have women venture yeah women venture has been a great partner and they've done an amazing um a job throughout the year even before shark tank of providing additional technical assistance and training on site at the ppna offices throughout the year through their various um get ready courses and so forth that they offer but that are located right in the community and so they too have been a long-standing partner in this work with us well in this week that we have celebrated in the past of the international women's day <laughs> it's good to see you know because the investment in women yep. uh, in business pays off uh, of what women make in business goes back to supporting family and community. Uh, And that's important. That that grows the community. Very much so. You've also had some support with the U.S. Small Business Administration. Yep. So they have been partners at what we call our resource fair. This year we did it earlier. Last year it was on the same day as the pitch event. But what we noticed is so many people wanted to be in the room listening to all of the wonderful um, pitches from finalists that we tried to do too much. And so we learned from that and we moved that up. And that was on February 16th. And they participated in that resource fair again. Again, providing an opportunity for those that are considering or have a business to come out and to connect with not only the Small Business Administration, but people like the City of Minneapolis Small Business Team um, and Women Venture was was present um, to get a sense of what they need to have in place in order to be successful as a small business owner. I would imagine that that's very important to understand, uh, especially from Minneapolis, how to navigate the permitting, the um, licensing, how to connect you with relevant resources. It can, it can seem overwhelming. Absolutely. But if you have a face that you can, like, you are the face that's of right. all of that uh, detail that you know that you can connect with and get a better understanding, it may be less intimidating after I that. I think you're exactly right. And I think at the point you made earlier, too, about having a list, having a plan, and working that list and working the plan, which is... Also, I think a point that um, our first guest, uh, who is one of the jur- the jurors, uh, Dara Rudick, made in terms of just being organized, mm-hmm. you know, organizing your thoughts, taking the time mm-hmm. to organize your perspective so it's easier for you to share your vision and your passion with others in a very easy way. The Landro Group? Landrow is a, is a great partner. They offer um, insurance, or they're, they're an insurance firm, and they also came out because sometimes small business owners see that as an expense that they can avoid, but it could cripple your business, right, with one thing that is unexpected that goes wrong if you're uninsured. So the Landrow Group, in my opinion, is experts at helping small businesses understand their exposure and making sure that they have the right amount of coverage. And again, I think that that's something, even when you're germinating an idea, you should really begin to think about what are my all-in costs, my overhead costs, so I don't put myself in a position where I'm vulnerable. 
Um, so people yeah, can get business really too. excited about the idea yeah. and not all the details. And not sometimes the functional yeah. stuff. Yeah. And not that you have to spend uh, an exorbitant amount of time on the functional stuff, but having the functional stuff in place, I think, really helps ensure your long-term success. So applications, want to make sure folks know how to do that. Go to the PPNA, which stands for the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association.org, PPNA. Look for the Powderhorn Shark Tank. Go there. It'll show you how to apply. Uh, and it's coming up in just a couple days. Yeah, applications close March 12th, which is Tuesday. You have until midnight to, on the 12th to do that. But again, if you even think that this is something that could be for you, we encourage you to apply. There's nothing for you to lose. The opportunity to take a moment to think critically about your existing business or the business that you want is always time well spent. Now, you may not be living in Minneapolis, but you might know someone who is. That's right. So we're going to ask you to be ambassadors <laughs> as well as participants. We love that. We love that. And let people know that this is available. This is um, a fun way to get people thinking about business. And investing in businesses in communities makes communities grow. And I think the Powderhorn Park has often been known for the art fairs yep. and the you know the fun ways to get people celebrating. I just think it's fabulous that you're doing it with business. Yeah, we do events pretty well. I mean, whether it be our MLK event or the art fair, now we have Powderhorn Shark Tank. Well, stay with us because we're not done. We've got more to share about Shark Tank. And uh, we're glad that you've joined us today and are considering either meeting the deadline to get your application in on March 12th, but you can also put on your calendar May 18th and come celebrate Shark Tank with us. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the East Side's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the East Side Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Crockpot Theater is a collection of new works created by a team of artists. Dancers, illustrators, actors, and writers. Over six weeks, they have taken three common ingredients and cooked up something incredible. Performances are March 15th and 16th at the Phoenix Theater. Ticket prices are a sliding scale from $15 to $25. To purchase tickets, find out more about Crock-Pot Theater and this year's amazing group of artists. And to learn how you can support delicious new works, visit crockpottheater.com. And starting right now, the next 10 people to donate $100 or more will be the inaugural members of Crock-Pot Tastemakers, receiving two free tickets to a special preview performance on March 14th, which includes dinner with the artist before the performance. Tastemakers also receive recognition in the program and on the Crock-Pot website. Crock-Pot Theater is founded by Elizabeth Horeb and is produced in collaboration with Arts Nest. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. In response to shootings in places of worship, Code Red Playwrights will present stage play readings across the country. Theater artists will be performing to support greater awareness. I'm Laurie Fitz from Connections Radio, and I'll be a part of our Twin Cities reading, which will be 7.30 p.m. Thursday, March 28th at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. Join us. There's no fee to attend, but a collection box will be set out for donations to Moms Demand Action MN. See you at the Phoenix Theater, 7.30 on March 28th. Why must the world be so cold? They've gone against what was told. Thinking rape is cool? Think about it. They think it's not wrong. Violence against women? The rape? The abuse? The emotional? Physical? They all hold the hate. Think about it. Is it right or wrong? What attracts you? I'm not saying no names, but you laugh. Talk about it like nothing is wrong? Think about it. They all hold the hate? Gotta stop the violence. Stop the hate? Think about it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. 
welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and Tabitha Montgomery is my co-host today. She is also the Executive Director of Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, who is a community partner with Connections. Super glad to be here, Laurie. Thank you for having me. I am super glad you're here, and I love Shark Tank. And we've been talking about Shark Tank. I am an avid uh, watcher on television, and I went last year to your event and absolutely adored it. Thank you. I mean, our, again, it's ours is a lot friendlier in yes. so many ways. And yes. really about how do we build up healthy community. And one of the ways that we do that is highlighting and promoting and supporting our local small businesses. So this is an event to do just that. I like it even better. And, 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 and having it be live and seeing the folks there that give really good advice. Yeah. And there's so much heart. It's, yeah. it's all about supporting folks that have made the cut and are there to, to present, as well as those that didn't, but have been courageous in being able to say, this is who I am and this is what I want to do. And there's opportunity for folks to get some advice and feedback. Yeah. So it, it really is a celebration of the art of business. It is. And, you know, the thing that sticks with me most about last year's competition for us doing it the first time was just how excited every business owner was to talk about their business in a very genuine way. Like it was such a heartfelt thing. Like and and not in this, oh, we're gonna necessarily um change the world per se with this one product, but having such passion and clarity about why they do what they do and why they're doing what they're doing in community was Fantastic. I have to say, one of my favorite presenters was Funky Grits. <laughs> he was there before he was getting married. It was, okay. He was Crazy. dressed. Yes, to the T. For his wedding. <laughs> but he comes here first yeah. for the presentation. And then a few months later, he's featured on Food Service News on the front cover. Okay. You know, it was just so powerful to me to see some of the consequences. And can I just say, though, that uh, just for everyone who's listening, he had full approval <laughs> yes, from, his, <laughs> from his bride-to-be. We did not <laughs> force him to come. But he did such a great job. I, I mean, did. he was dressed to the nines in his tuxedo. And he gave a phenomenal pitch. And, and it was heartwarming. And he ran out afterwards to go get married. <laughs> With his best man in tow. So he, he had a ride. <laughs> so it, just to make sure that folks have the dates for all of this, um, to apply, and there's two categories. Yep. Uh, the categories, either if you're established or if you are a startup. With a a startup. Good idea. And that could just even be a good idea. That's coming up March 12th. Very simple. Three questions. A lot of contact information. Yep. But mostly it's just three questions that three core you questions. need to be thinking about to apply for this opportunity. And in that process, uh, there will be six top uh, contestants. In each category. In each category that will present. And today in our last segment, we have someone who is applying. Yes, we do. We have... Um, with us, Angela Satcher, and she is with Anja Manja, and she's going to share with us a little bit about her business. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're fantastic. Thank you for giving us a call. So why don't oh, you tell... Me. Oh, of course. Why don't you take a moment and tell the listening audience all about Anja Manja and the types of products that you guys offer? Okay, fantastic. So my company name is Anja Manja, and the product that I offer is called Granola Me. And granola me is kind of like the anti-granola granola. granola. <laughs> it's 100%, yeah, <laughs> it's 100% uh, grainless, uh, nut and seed granola with no refined sugars. And the flavors are really bold, and which is not what granola is, right? Yep. And um, it started off as a hobby and uh, actually because of Shark Tank last year is what really pushed me into the idea that this could actually be a business. So thank you, Shark Tank, um, because you had me really going to that next step. Um, so we have uh, seven unique flavors, uh, which allow for versatility. And it's more than just a fantastic artisan snack or yogurt topping. Uh, people add it to any dish where crunch and pop of flavor are desired. So it's great on salads, soup, fruit, green beans, sweet potato, salmon, oatmeal, ice cream. And customers have even added it to their store-bought granola to give it more flavor. So customers can create their own favorite granola me flavor combination. And the me in granola me stands for mindful eating. And we are mindful eating at its tastiest. 
And a mindful eating isn't just about the gluten-free and sugar-free, but also about being aware of where the ingredients are sourced and having compostable packaging. So it's important that we're thinking about every aspect of the product when we say that we're a, a mindful eating product. Wow. Well, one of the questions I think is fantastic. I, I love the idea and I adore granola. So, <laughs> of course, I think it's marvelous. I especially like it uh, that it's on so many different things to think about crunch and not just your cereal on your yogurt. Um, another question I have for you is a question I had from an earlier listener. In terms of giving back to the community or connection to the community, how do you see what you're doing is connected to community? Because I, I love hearing that story. Well, my first batches I did as an alternative for the cookie exchange at the Aliveness Project Mm. because I was thinking about, you know, here people are delivering wheat and sugar to people who are generally very conscientious about their diet. And so I had already had this as a hobby, and so I delivered all of these packages of my granola, and they were so thrilled to have a cookie alternative that didn't contain refined sugar, that didn't contain the wheat. And they were able to give it to their celiac participants and um, and to those who were conscientious about their diet and to their vegan um, participants. So four of our flavors are vegan flavors. Um, so as far as what it gives to the community, there's so many aspects of my granola that fit into specific diet. So if you're paleo, uh, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, and I'm even making some diabetic versions that have no added sugar at all. Um, so in that sense, even though there's specific diet restrictions that it appeals to, everybody loves it. And it's a really fantastic gift for people to give someone who has a restricted diet. And it's not just um, another you know, wonderful roasted nut combination, which I'm not, I love, right? Mm -hmm. This is something completely different because of the texture and because of the flavors. Oh, I have one last question because we only have about a minute left. Um, I'd love to know what you think is important for applicants to think about um, after you've done the work that you've done and why it's important and how it inspired you. It was such a fantastic opportunity, even though I didn't make it the first time. The community that was there when I showed up, I mean, there were things I absolutely did not even think about when I showed up. And people who were around me noticed that I didn't have tablecloths, so they gave me a tablecloth. And I, I mean, I really had no idea. It's the first time I'd ever sold the product. And for anyone who's applying, a great idea, you know, this is the, that opportunity to potentially get the feedback that you're wanting to get and definitely go to the event even if you don't make it because the things that I learned in those few hours were invaluable. Okay, and I'm now going to have to give the date because we only have a couple of seconds. So make sure folks come uh, apply um, March 12th. Go to ppna.org and check out Shark Tank and then circle your date for May 18th to come and see it. It's going to be a great time. So excited for our second annual Powderhorn Shark Tank in the community. Thank you so much for joining us today. Look forward to seeing you at Shark Tank. Thanks, Lori.